Space! How low can you go? Death Row? What a brother know. Hello, and welcome to the next episode of Matt and Todd Go to the Movies, full-on quarantine edition. The podcast where Matt and Todd watch a movie on our Netflix Top 100 list, and then we analyze it and pick it apart, or we lift it up on a pedestal. I don't know what's going to happen, so could be go either way. I am Todd Domer. And I'm Matt Malloy, and yes, welcome to this exciting quarantine edition of the show. Yes. Uh, I did enjoy your intro. I, I gotta say that was that was probably probably had to be public enemy that you were quoting there and you're singing. Um, since the name of the movie that we're reviewing today is called Public Enemies. Yeah. It goes right along with it. So Yeah, I was pretty proud of myself. Good work. You did it. So yes. yeah. So we're still yeah, we're still not back in, in theater mode. Uh but we're getting ever so closer. We are getting closer. Time keeps passing and eventually theaters will open. But we checked today and our theater's not opening anytime soon in our state. Yeah, that's except for the old drive in. So we will continue to do podcasts where we review movies after we see them. Yeah, I'm, I was a little bummed out uh, about how far off we kind of are speculating that we are. Because, I I mean, not that I'm like, yeah, let's pack out theaters right now, you know. But I feel like if you – there's just a way to do it, I think, that works. You can't allow anyone to sit next to each other unless they came together. Everyone has to wear a mask. No, no, no ifs, ands, or buts. You gotta wear a mask that stays on all the time unless you're eating. Or honestly, it just say mask needs to stay on all the time and get rid of concessions for now. I'm I'm okay with that. Yeah. And then they clean the theater after every time. Like, you're not gonna pack out a theater, you know, half capacity and all that kind of stuff. I just feel like there's a way to do this that fits with Maryland's protocols, which I think are good protocols. Yeah. But. Unfortunately, I think I think Maryland's protocols include no large gathering like you would have at a theater. Like I think theaters are ex- uh, expressly forbidden, right? Yeah, but with these new theaters that I mean, I see that for AMC that still has the old seating for some of those where you pack out the house. I mean, you're talking like you know maybe 200 chairs, but at Regal. And they're, the way they do it with their recliner seats, it's like, that's already like only so many. And then you take half of that. I feel like that really reduces the number. Yeah. So. Well. Anyway, I'm going to stop complaining about movies. We will see what happens. All right. So, <coughs> excuse me. As, uh, as previously stated, we did see, uh, we watched Public Enemies. Which, what is this movie about? Well, it's about the uh, bank robber named John Dillinger, who I guess was like in the 1930 time frame. Yeah, the the opening thing says like 1932 or something like that. So, yeah, it's about um, John Dillinger. He's got like a gang of guys and they go and Rob Banks, um, and the movie really unfolds when he's at the height of his power, and then 
slowly uh, over the course of the movie, he's being tracked by um, an FBI agent named Melvin Purvis. A newly formed FBI. Yeah. I don't think the FBI is not that old. Right. And so, um, yeah, you just kind of follow that that storyline along. It's somewhat historically accurate. Obviously, they've taken liberties. But, um, yeah, John Dillinger uh, meets a girl in this and wraps her up into the the whole bank robbing schemes and things like that. And, yeah, and it follows all the way to and is he's not robbing banks anymore. I'll put it that. Way. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's kind of it. We have um, Don Dillinger played by Johnny Depp, and uh, Christian Bale is the counterpart. Of the I, the Melvin Purvis. Purvis. Yes. So, uh, and the only other person I recognized in this one was. Lily Sobieski, mm. who plays a sex. Now, nah, there's plenty of people that you know in this movie, Matt. Okay. They just slip under the radar. Um, let me let me read off some because I was actually I was really as I was watching this movie, I was like, "Holy crap!" There's a ton of people in this movie, but they got they're in this movie at the at the kind of like the start of their career. They're not super famous yet. Okay. So there's Jason Clark who was in one of the Planet of the Apes movies and one of the Terminator movies and stuff like that. Gotcha. Uh, David Winham is just a good uh, uh, character actor. He's been in a whole bunch of stuff. Steven Dorff from the 90s fame uh, actor. Uh, Carrie Mulligan, who's famous kind of now, but at this time was not famous, is in it. Uh, she was the main woman in The Great Gatsby, if you saw that remake with Leo. Uh, yes. Old fathead, I like to call <laughs> Yes. Uh, there's Giovanni Ribisi. Uh, he's pretty famous, been in a lot of stuff. The But the most surprising thing, and it's the st- it's at the start of the movie, is when, when we're introduced to Melvin Purvis, he's tracking down and then he guns down a guy named Pretty Boy Floyd, did you yes. catch who was Pretty Boy Floyd? Who is it? I did not catch. My man Channing, Channing Tatum. Oh. Like, probably one of his first roles. Wow. I did not pick up on that at all. Yeah. Well, I was pretty blown away. Good catch. Yeah. So, yeah, there's a couple more people. Yeah. Um, Marion Cotillard plays uh, Dillinger's love interest. She's She was in uh, The Dark Knight Rises. As the woman opposite of Bruce Wayne. And Inception. She uh, was Leo's wife. Dead wife in Inception. Excellent. Alright. Well now that we've thoroughly picked apart the plot and cast. <laughs> what are your thoughts on this movie, Todd? Um, so. I saw this movie in theaters. And I was not the biggest fan of it when I saw it in theaters. And I think that will probably carry me into this thought that I'm not the biggest fan of this movie now. Um, there's just some things that I had a hard, a hard time getting over. 
it's a slow movie at times, but it just kind of seemed like I got really bored. Uh, it was like two hours and 19 minutes, I think. And uh, it could be because I've already seen it, but I was like, just not, I was like, this is kind of boring in parts. Um, I don't, and I don't know if the movie directly does this, or I don't like movies about bad guys, either fictional or non-fictional, that try, kind of try to either be like, well, they're not that bad, or like, I don't know, maybe glorify their life and stuff like that. I just like, I don't know. That's just the thing with me. I don't, I don't really like that. Like, you know, there was, there's scenes in this movie where he's robbing banks and he's like, there's people trying to give him the money from their pocket. And he's like, I'm here for the bank's money, not your money. And it's like, well, the bank's money is their money. Like, so there's just a weird thing with me that I was like, none of this matches up with what you're trying to do. That's just a pet peeve of mine. So there's like some good acting in this movie. And then there are some casting choices that I was like, I don't understand this. Like Marion Cotillard, who's French, I believe plays a half native American woman and she cannot speak. Like she's got a thick accent that comes across a lot to me and it's French. Like it's not, now, it's not anything. Todd, she plays a half native American, half French person. So it's appropriate. Is the, wait, is the other part of her French? Yes. Yes. Oh, all I did was focus on the half native <laughs> American part. All right. I'll go ahead and retract that. Right. Noted um, for the record. Yeah, this is. I think this is where this movie was in like the phase of Johnny Depp's career that I just really felt like he was phoning in most of his performances. Um, and I don't know if that's because he was drunk all the time because he's a notorious wine drinker. Like, there's been reports that he's like severely hurting on money because he spends thousands of dollars a month on wine. Mm. Um, I don't know, but I just kind of really felt like he. He phoned it in, and then at no point did I think, and I, I don't know like why this is my first thought about Christian Bale's performance, but it just didn't seem like Christian Bale cared. Like, and I don't know if that was the character he was going for, but it just like very little, I don't know, passion. I don't know. It just was a weird performance to me from Christian Bale, who's typically like all in on every role he does, whether it's good for him or bad for him. But he is typically all in. And I just didn't feel that way about this movie. Uh, his performance, specifically in this movie. The best performance to me was uh, was Billy... Uh, what's his name? Billy Crudup, I think is his name. He played J. Edgar Hoover. Uh, and yes. I enjoy anyone who can do that old, timely like accents. Like, we're de- declaring our first war on crime. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, kind of like, here comes the G-Men coming down the street to gobble you up. It's just like it's so over the top and hokey, but I love hearing it so much. So, I, I if you if you haven't seen this movie, sure, go see it. It's like it's not horrible. I just I just found myself not really caring either because I'd seen it or it's just, you know, all the, the other points that I said. IMDb gave it 7 stars out of 10, which is to me a little over. But that's where I'm going to end my thoughts. All right. Well, my thoughts are similar to yours. I may end up liking it 
little bit more than you did. This was my first time seeing it. Um, I did feel like Christian Bale's portrayal of the character was very flat. Um, and I think that may have been what he was going for. Like, this guy's no nonsense. He's all business. He doesn't sure. have any emotion. He's just there to catch criminals. Um, so maybe that's it. But I also agree that uh, the movie really dragged near the yeah. end. Um, I, I was pleasantly engaged for about the first hour and then I kept checking to see like when it was going to be over because <laughs> yeah. there was like another hour and a half after that almost um, and it just it it was I don't care if you make a bad guy seem like the hero which they did definitely did in this movie and they played off the like um, he was a hero of the people the people kind of like a cult hero almost um so I don't care about that part, but then after you built him up as like this semi-heroic figure, then the rest of the movie is like this slow spiral into um, obsolescence at the end of the movie. So uh, that's kind of that's kind of depressing to, to go through that part of it. Um, yeah, but. In general, like reflecting on it now, I think the story was decent. Um, there's a couple of highs and lows to keep you, keep you on your toes, keep you interested. There's there's a lot of loud um, gunfire in this movie. So if uh, if you like gunfire, this is the movie for you. Especially Tommy guns. Yes, any Tommy gun shooting. So. So I guess overall, I'd say I liked it. I thought it was a decent movie, um, and fairly well acted. So yeah, that's where I'll land. Nice. Well, Matt, how many out of five, zero to five? How many fake wooden guns would you give this movie? Hmm. There is a fake wooden gun in. Yes. Well, on a scale from zero to five fake wooden guns, I'm going to give it 3.2 fake wooden guns. Um, I would say I felt like the movie was above average, uh, but not great, but still sure. some, some good stuff. And, and for the most part, kept me interested. So. Yeah. I mean, I think if this was my first time viewing it, I probably would be kind of just where you're at. That's probably how I felt when I walked out of the theater. But then, like, watching it again, I was just like, ugh. Like, there will not be a third time for me, I don't think. <laughs> like, uh, so I'm, uh, it's just is so average to me. So I'm just going to give it that nice middle 2.5. All right. As is your right. Yeah. Well, well, I'm glad you, you corrected me on the Marion Cotillard yes. uh, debacle. Hey, that's 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 why I'm here. We're a team. Yeah. It's what we strive here. for accuracy. Well, that's going to wrap up this episode of Matt and Todd Go to the Movies, where we review public enemies. 
Um, and we gave it an average rating of beep, boop, 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 boop. Into the calculator. Two into the, the, point, the Nice. Um, that's, that's the old that's the old Calcutron machine that we were able to pick up with our sponsor, who's no longer with us. Oh, may he rest in peace. Well, he's not <laughs> dead. He's just not sponsoring us. Ah, uh, well. Well, thanks for listening uh, to this episode. Keep on listening. We'll keep on episoding, and we'll see you next time. Da 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 da